Hey everyone, welcome to the Life Unplugged podcast. This is James and Terry Kraft coming to you from sunny Southern California. Are you looking for an opportunity to join the discussion with two people who have traveled the real and vulnerable road of marriage recovery, ministry, family life, and leadership? Well, our hope is for you to journey with us through each episode into a discovery of what it means to live a faith-filled life in an honest, authentic, and unhindered way. So we encourage you to set aside life's distractions and stresses and get comfortable with us as we discuss Life Unplugged. Hi, everyone. This is James and Terry Kraft here at Life Unplugged Podcast, and we are so excited about talking about uh, conflict today with everyone. Yes. Four things we've learned about conflict resolution. But Terry, I don't think we really have had a ton of conflict in our home. Would you agree? <laughs> okay. That laugh says everything yeah. right there. Pause for a dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Effect. Well, having uh, three teenage daughters and, uh, and me and <laughs> put that equation together and there's conflict, you know, so we have to deal with conflict on a daily basis, but not only in the home do we ever deal with conflict, we deal with conflict in every area of life. Mm -hmm. And today we want to kind of process that and how to deal with conflict. We really want to apply it to marriage Mm -hmm. and so that we can connect it there. We want to connect it to family and how we're dealing with our kids and and how kids can connect with one another and parents and so on and so forth. But this is a great podcast to take into the workplace, into the church, into the public areas where you you deal with people. Mm -hmm. Whenever there's people involved, there's opportunity for conflict. That's right. And so we want to work through that, right? Yes, absolutely. And we're actually um, asked by people frequently how we, you know, we have managed to navigate, uh, you know, conflict resu- resolution, both as a married couple and in our family. And, and the first thing I have to say is uh, we do not have it down 100%. Uh, we are on a journey. And, but we, you know what? I think what it is is we, we're honest about it. Yeah. I think we just need to be honest about it. Like, yeah, we're, we're in process, but we do our research. Yeah. We also, you know, we are in development ourselves. That's right. Um, and we do the hard work that it takes to be people who are saying, oh yeah, we're not, we don't have it. We need to find out how we can. Yeah. And, uh, but we have learned a few principles and, and things, tools, tips along the way that we'd like to really share with, with our listeners today. You know, and I think that's something that's important because this is not rocket science, but we make it rocket science, don't we? In, in the home, because mm-hmm. we think, gosh, conflict is so confusing. It's so complicated. And it doesn't have to be. We can address this issue, put it on the forefront, put it on the table, and address this the proper way. And if it's done right, it really can be a healing component because conflict and intention is actually good for relationships because it really can actually bond together or it can tear apart. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to see it you know, relationships torn apart, but we want to see relationships really strengthened together. And I think that's even where scripture says iron sharpens iron. That's right. You know, and I, does that talk about conflict? Well, I, I think it talks about the tension points in relationships. And so if we allow ourselves to operate through those situations, man, we really get healthy relationships out of that. Yeah. If we avoid it, because a lot of people are avoidant of conflict, you know, what happens is then they start to create mechanisms in their relationships, marriage, family, and then people follow that like kids, kids mm-hmm. will watch parents. You know, I've had many people I've worked with and they said, said this to me, James, I never saw my parents fight, not once. And I'm like, really? Now my home, I saw people fight. It was, that's the way it was. And um, they said, no, they always went behind closed doors. They fought 
And then they came back like everything was okay. Mm-hmm. So they never were modeled anything in their life of how to deal with conflict and resolve that. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important for us to really understand and be able to look at that and to be able to say, you know what? Conflict's not bad. It's actually a tool that can really bring health and wholeness to relationships. That's right. And you know what? We have really come up with what we would consider a mantra, you know, a, a communication strategy, if you will, um, on, on how we've learned to, to walk through this. And so, you know, that is what we're going to share today, but the bottom of it is going to be vulnerability. We talk about a lot about vulnerability and authenticity. And so, you know, and we've also said many times if we sort of, and this is a Brene Brown thing, which we love Brene. Um, if you puff up or kind of shrink back, um, you know, it's really not about what you're really actually talking about. It's right. something deeper, something that's been festering. Maybe it could be as simple as I'm hungry, I'm tired, yeah. or it could be as deep as, Hey, you know, there's some internal um, issues that need to be addressed. So, you know, there are it, uh, complex is the word here when we're dealing with communication strategies. But if we have a mantra, if we have a, a way to kind of navigate through it, then we can really kind of start to understand what we're dealing with. Yeah. Is this something that can be solved in one sitting? Let's do it. Yeah. If it's a long-term thing, well, then maybe we need to be able to uh, come up with a long-term strategy, maybe even bring in somebody to help us That's right. with that. That's so right. we're going to just give our listeners today just a four, four things. Just four. We're going to add one more, which is... Breathing deep. So it's actually okay, five. We'll go with five. Breathing, <laughs> breathing is part of our, our, yeah. uh, our process anyway, but yeah, four things. Okay. Well, the first one we really believe part of that mantra is to own my part. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. That's a big one mm-hmm. because man, we love to deflect, right? It's like, it's not me. It's you. You're the problem. Uh, and everybody goes through this. So no one's exempt from this. And so we have to learn one to be able to have space in our um, uh, conversations to actually pull back and get a different perspective and say, wait a second, I got to own my part here. Mm-hmm. What you said to me really hurt me and I have to own that I'm reacting to that hurt. Mm-hmm. Maybe that, that you, you triggered me and I feel like a failure or I feel like uh, I'm being rejected and I got to then go to that source and say, wait a second, I got to be responsible about what I'm feeling um, beyond what you actually did there first and then be able to deal with me, then we can actually work one-on-one, but I got to own that first. That's right. That's yeah. right. And it's kind of funny to like start a, um, a communication strategy with confession, right? Yeah. But really honestly, what that does is it, if we, first of all, take a deep breath, you know, and in, in the first process, first part of this process is we start to self-assess like, okay, whoa, yeah, I feel my heart rate going up. I can feel myself getting, you know, to the, to the nth degree here. And so I have to own that. And if I can, if I can at least say to, to my partner, to my son or daughter, somebody I work with, Hey, you know what? I, I realized that I kind of went off the rails there, Yeah. you know, or I can own the, like you said, you know, saying, Hey, you know, what happened here really did hurt me. And, and I'm responding to that. And, or raising my voice, I'm apologizing for raising my voice or even, Hey, I'm sincerely sorry that you're feeling this way. Yeah. Right. And so you're acknowledging that. And if we start to do that, what that really does is it, it sort of disarms the situation and it really invites someone to respond in kind. Yeah. So oftentimes we don't go into this, this way. 
and it, and it just ends up being two battles ready to happen right? or continue to move on. And I'm going to say this isn't easy, but I know we've learned, we've learned that this is the most crucial part of it. This is critical. And that's why it's the first one, Mm -hmm. you know, because as we do this, as there is confession or an apology up front, what happens is that it builds trust instead of confusion. Because mm-hmm. have you ever been in that conversation or, well, let's just call it a fight and you're having conflict and the voices are raised and things are being said, like what in the world is coming out of my mouth right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, why am I saying this? I know it's not true, but I'm saying it anyways. It's because you're trying to tear down the other person so that you protect yourself. Right. We got to own that and be able to say, no, we're going to go back, take get some space here, take a deep breath and then engage it and respond rather than react. That's right. Yeah. We got to own that first though. That's great. Yeah. And that, and that's not easy. No. And so we're, we're just saying right now that it takes a bit of skill that takes a bit of, of, um, practice, but again, it is very fruitful when yeah. we can do that. And, and, and I know people are probably thinking, Whoa, wait a minute. That would put me in a really vulnerable situation, especially if someone's coming at me. Well, the bottom line is, is that we need to have confidence in ourselves to know who we are, what we stand for. And, and be self-aware enough to be able to go, Hey, I know where I might have been off, Yeah. whether or not that person responds or not. Yeah. And you do that really good. I mean, cause I, I have a strong personality <laughs> and Terry has been able to, been able to really build some strong boundaries and self-confidence and, and self-awareness of who she is. And so uh, I'm just being honest is that it, I can be a driver in a lot of ways. And, and so in having that boundary has really been healthy for me. Because when I see you stand up and speak clearly about what, who you are and what you, you value yourself first, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's important mm-hmm. that I'm able to look at you and say, Oh, wait a second. I got to back up here and I got to own up my, on myself mm-hmm. and on what I'm dealing with here. Mm-hmm. So it's really healthy. Well, the yeah. second thing we talk about, and this is, this is hard for a lot of us, but we need to listen, mm-hmm. you know, man, we love to talk and we love to debate. We love to get the point across, but listening is a skill learned. You know, it's not something we're born with, you know, but we have to learn how to be great listeners and hearing beyond the words, hearing beyond the expression and the emotions. We've got to listen to one another within the conversation. Yeah. And you know what? That's probably the hardest thing for me. <laughs> Can I just be honest? Uh, you know, I've got this, this, this teaching part of me. I love <laughs> teaching. I mean, I used to be a third grade teacher and a music teacher, and I love being able to to impart my wisdom into every situation. But you know, this is the hardest part I think, but it's, it is also very, very important because it gives us the chance to attune to what the other person is saying. And honestly, I have learned so much by listening because oftentimes let's just say I'm, I'm having an argument with one of my daughters and I take the time to, you know, obviously first and, you know, say, Hey, you know what? I'm sorry if what I said upset you or, you know, let's back up here. Let's, let's take this one piece at a time. And I start to, to, to listen. Oh gosh, I can hear, maybe it's fear. I can fear, hear woundedness or or something that's happened in the day. That's just really been impacting. Or maybe I hear, um, you know, some confidence that, but just doesn't know it's maybe not quite molded yet. It's just a little bit edgy. And you, you, you can, you can respond there. Right. It's really good. That's really good. You know, I, you always hear this is that you have two ears, one mouth, you're supposed to listen twice as much as you speak, <laughs> you know, but there's some truth to that principle, you know, but, and honestly, as we listen to the words, we got to listen. There's a lot of times when someone has a place where they're just 
they're venting and they're getting things out. And we have to listen beyond the words and go into the heart of what's, what's being said. And so that we can bring partnership to that, mm-hmm. you know, rather than opposition. Yeah. And you know, in healthy communication, this kind of listening phase, it'll kind of pass between each person numerous times. Yeah. And of course, you know, we, we sometimes then have to interject back into the right. owning my part. Right. So one and two kind of, Go kind of toss hand. back and forth. That's like, right. gosh, I'm, I hear you. Yeah. I hear, I hear that, that what I did was upsetting. I am really sorry. That's really good. That was not my intention. Yeah. You know, and then maybe express, but, but your reaction also, you know, was hurtful to me and you're kind of listening and interjecting as well. But, but really listening is, is, is very important. That's great. And I know it's not easy, but it can be done and it has to be practiced. You know, so that we give space and grace in that. So, mm-hmm. um, the third thing we we've uh, listed would was to learn. Mm. You know, and this is important for us. And I think you can really pour into this, Terry, because something that we we learn a lot through our conflict and challenges. But by listening to those we work with or we live with, we learn a lot through that process. Mm-hmm. Well, and the truth is, is that when we experience someone you know, whether that is in like a heightened state of stress or we're just living with them at ease, we're learning something. We're learning something about ourselves and about them in the process. And, and if we cut this off, then we, we don't grow. Mm -hmm. So I'll often take the time to really sit and listen to maybe something that, that the, the person that I'm talking to is experiencing in life and I'm learning something through that. Right. Maybe about them. And maybe I'm sitting listening to them and I'm realizing, wow, I need to grow a little bit here Yeah. because I was way too easily set off by this. Yeah. And that makes me go, hmm, question mark, why? Yeah. Why is it that I'm so set off by that? And then I have to go into a, a, a moment of exploration, discovery. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. You know, this past week I was in a conversation and I can sense in the, it was a group conversation and I heard people really getting emotional and kind of triggered a little bit about a certain person that wasn't there. And I kind of went to the defense, the person that wasn't there mm. because I'm like, Why? wait, wait, hold on. We got to be careful about this and how we're speaking of this person. And I had to realize I had to learn something about me, why I went to this person's defense, because what they were saying was correct, you know, and, but I, I felt myself get emotional and I felt uh, some emotions taking place in my life, inside my heart and my, inside my body. I felt it physically. And I learned something about myself is that I have felt like that person before mm-hmm. that they were talking about. So I was really talking about myself as I felt like I was being accused. I felt like I was, and I can remember those experiences and feelings in my past. And so I can learn when I, when I responded that way, it was because I was actually looking at myself a little bit. And so we learn a lot in those points of conflict and those points of uh, uh, tension in relationships and conversations, Mm -hmm. but we have to be willing. If we're not willing, we're going to move right by it and we won't learn from the person we're talking to. Or about ourselves. Right. We'll just blow right through and then you just repeat it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's the definition of insanity. You know, if we don't change, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, what's really funny is, is that now that I've been able to walk in my own personal confidence, um, for, you know, for years now, you know, I've realized that conflict isn't a bad thing. No. 
I used to be so afraid of conflict. You know me. I'd be like running down the street as far as I can from anything that has to do with conflict, you know, or confrontation. And, you know, I've learned now that it's like, hey, I want to sit with somebody that I don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. And I want to hear their heart. Yeah. And, you know, I learned something there. I learned something that, hey, maybe, maybe we can agree to disagree. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That's really hard though. To that's do. very hard, First. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and we think that we can't be in relationships that we disagree with. Hmm. You know, in my opinion, if you don't have friendships that you actually disagree upon certain things in life, mm-hmm. maybe you need to think outside that box a little bit and yeah. start to acquire some friends and cause they're going to shape, help shape us a little bit rather yeah. than being stuck in that rut. We got to learn and be able to experience that more about ourselves and others and so on and so forth. Yeah. So it's healthy. Yeah. And I've, I've found that, that most of the time listening and learning, you know, from what we are really hearing and attuning there, you know, it usually leads, usually, <laughs> again, another pause. Um, it usually leads to a mutual apology. Mm-hmm. Usually it gets to the point where it's like, gosh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, that was, that was not okay. Or, you know, you can, you can pause for a minute and, and usually somebody will come back and say, Hey, that, that was not my best. Right. Sorry about that. You know, Terry, the funny, funny thing is, is we, we kind of know what that's all about. We do. We do. We've experienced that many times. But, yeah. yeah. Eh, not for a while. It's been like a couple of years or maybe a couple of days or a day, <laughs> but we've had to deal with that that's, ongoing. That's right. That's yeah. right. And so it's important for us to learn from our experiences. That's right. Well, the fourth thing is that we need to move forward and, and here's the, here's the ticket. Um, an argument is something that we're going to have ongoingly with, you know, maybe it's our spouse or our children or our coworkers. I mean, you're going to have arguments, but what's really hard is when we get stuck and we stay there. Right. So we want to encourage our listeners. What we found is, is that, you know, moving forward is an important part of a, a strategy for communication of, especially of conflict, regardless of whether we've reached our desired outcome or not. Sometimes we have to be able to, to take a pause or sometimes we, you know, we do want to push in until we can, you know, get that resolution. But, but regardless of that, we have to move forward. That's right. But you can't do that unless you incorporate all of those steps. That's right. And we got to incorporate those so that we can move forward. That's right. And you know, uh, number one, obviously, you know, we talked about is owning our part and then listening, you know, you toss that back and forth and then we, we, we take the time to really learn. You know, right. what, what is really going on under the surface? What, what am I learning about myself in this process and, and, and how can I really, um, grow? And then, and then we move forward and, and the bottom line is, is what is our outcome? Right. You know, what is our outcome? If our outcome is about me being right, you being wrong, well then we're going to get stuck. We're going to get stuck. We're going to get stuck. And we're going to stay there. Yeah. we don't want to do that. And so moving forward has to do with incorporating, you know, really all of the steps and working through them, realizing that I might be triggered and even, you know, get re-triggered in the conversation. Then I have to go back up and I have to kind of, you know, use some of those steps. Okay. I need to reincorporate my listening here. That's I right. need to be able to learning, uh, to be learning. What am I hearing? What am I seeing? Um, what am I experiencing, um, in this person? Because my outcome is not about, you know, trying to take this person down. You know, my outcome is about, you know, mutuality and, and, and obviously progression. Um, and the choice really is ours. That's right. And we don't want to live in that offense, you know, of the unforgiveness that we have, we can easily have with one another. And so we have to continue to contend for this, you know, and this is a discipline. This is not something that's going to come easy. It's going to be something that we have to work through each and every day. That's right. Well, healthy communication really does have the power 
to be an instrument that brings hope to others, right? And, right. But it also postures us to grow and to mature. And, you know, we have to be people who are deciding, hey, we're going to grow in this. We're going right. to we're going to be people who are going to um, to learn. And when we do that, you know, then we really it's not really about, again, what's right and wrong. And it's about this goal of of loving others That's right. as we have been loved. Um, to learn and grow and maybe contribute. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's well, here's some, the four things that we've learned how to deal with conflict. And uh, I, I would like for us to be able to say we eat conflict for breakfast, you know? And so <laughs> it's something that we want to really deal with and not avoid, you know, and be avoiding of. And so we want you, as you're listening today, is how, how do you do this? How do you learn about conflict resolution? Mm-hmm. Well, these are four things you can apply to your life today. It's not 20 things. This is four simple things as you, you would learn to op, uh, own your own part, you know, listen and listen well, you know, and then two is learn you know, through the process and then keep moving forward, you know, and I think that is something that's very important as we understand those four key ingredients. That's right. Yeah. Well, and this, you know, even if you, you jot that down on a card, three by five card, that's like my thing. I always tell people, write this down a three by five card or put it on your phone or somewhere in your house, right. learn it. And so when you get to the point where you are sort of, you know, your, your limbic part of your brain is, you know, you've gone into that fight, fight or freeze. Um, this part, this comes up. That's right. Hey, I got to own my part here. Hey, got to listen. Am I learning something here? And you know, moving forward, that's going to be the best option here. That's so great. yeah. Well, great. I'm glad I get to practice that with you, you know? And so Thank as you, we do too. that together and our kids, cause it's a family issue as well. That's right. You know, so, and we are in process and sometimes we do really good at it. And there's other times we bomb at it as well, right? So <laughs> it's right. we're in process. So, hey, thank you for today for joining us here at Life Unplugged. And we are so excited about joining you next time as well. Yes, and if you have any questions or you'd like to hear something um, on a podcast in the future, you can uh, reach us at uh, jamesandterrycraft.com. If you'd like to hear more from James and Terry, subscribe to this channel. Check out their website at jamesandterrycraft.com or find them on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter.